The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Welcome back to The Hard Shoulder. Kieran Cuddy with you until seven o'clock this evening, and it gives me great, great pleasure uh, to welcome to studio for the Thursday interview this week, Alan Hughes. Alan, how are you? I'm good, thank you. And yourself? I'm not too bad at all. I haven't seen you in ages. I know, I haven't seen. I think the last time was in Kilkenny, actually. That's true, actually. What was that ahead of? I think of? it was ahead of Paddy's Day, the festival. That's right. When That's our right. old friend Edward was going to be um, leading the parade. Oh, I was only talking to Edward this morning, you know? <laughs> oh. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he crops up everywhere, oh, he doesn't does. he? There's no keeping Edward down. No, no. Um, <laughs> listen, it is great to see you again. And I know it's kind of uh, heading into busy, busy periods now. Very, very busy for me, yeah. I can't believe it's nearly the end of October already. Yeah. It's mad. Isn't so it? this year gone? When does the panto start? We start on the 12th of December in the National Stadium but like planning it has been going on for months I mean sort of like we've already got Una Healy who's our ethereal fairy this year her part has been filmed that's all done that's all in the bag she's amazing she looks absolutely gorgeous so like yeah there's been bits and pieces building but the actual full on full on rehearsal starts the end of November and then we're it's all go from there right through to the 7th of January So you kind of so three or four weeks time full on rehearsal yes. start to finish yeah. so are there still elements of it that are up in the air that you're still working on hasn't been written car? yet <laughs> oh, oh my god don't let the cat out of the bag no Carl Carl <laughs> my husband Carl who writes and we 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 produced the show together. He's very much of lastminute.com as in like, it's like even a songwriter or someone like that. They need the pressure to be able to go in and he'll lock himself away. But like, it's there in his head. He just yes. has to put it down in the computer and write it all down and send it to us minions who are in the show. So how much then during that process, I mean, do you get little hints in yeah, advance? Yeah, he asks or me to go in and read it and I'll okay. read it and I'll sort of, I'll edit bits out of it and I'll yeah. sort of say that won't work because the thing about Carl, he can be, if he could get his way, he could be quite controversial and I say, we can't say that. Or he's the oh, one he's who, the he, one. Oh, oh, really? yeah, you're rolling it back. Yeah. Okay. Like, there'd be things like, I don't know if I can say this. Oh, but say like, it. Oh say yeah, it. no, but it's like, like, so Cinder, the two ugly sisters and they're going to the ball and they're going, oh, I've never been to a ball and the other one turns around and says, oh, I'm dying to go to this ball. I hear the prince's balls are only massive. You know, <laughs> this type of stuff. You know, so we're going, and I'm going, can we say this in front of the kids? So you're going, <laughs> You say you wonder that the kids will love it. The kids, the kids will love, love it. Yeah, I know like if, if my kids that. heard that, that that would be their highlight yeah. of the show. You know, More that type of thing we do put in where you <laughs> sort of go slightly risky. But she meant the dancing and the things were only massive, not anything else. It's so, uh, it's so ch- <laughs> yes, for kids listening, that's of course what that car meant. Um, I always think it's just this amazing skill to with a great panto. Um, to be able to satisfy that 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 the audience for young and old, oh, isn't and, and it? that's what Carl does. It's amazing. I mean, it is. It's all in his head, and I I put my hands up and then credit to him every year because you entertain the four year olds and the eighty four year olds. Yeah, I mean, and to be able to do that, and myself and Buffy Rob Murphy, the character who plays Buffy, the sort of Sammy and Buffy, this double act that we've had over the years. Like we get all, he gets all the risque material. I get like bringing the kids along with it. But there's so much in it like that. It's pure on belly laughs for the adults and the kids get the laugh when the adults are laughing. See, the kids love to see their parents laugh. Yeah. 
and we do a daddy dance where we get the daddies up and the kids <laughs> love to see the daddies making a show of themselves like even one year all the daddies are up on stage and this little kid runs up to me and she stops the whole show and she said you forgot my daddy like the daddy's under the seat going no no don't get me so of course we went down got the daddy up made an absolute show of him oh, yeah. but that's what they love you see they the kids are loving to see the parents laughing and then the kid, like the parents obviously loving to see the kids up dancing and, and uh, bopping around the place and that's what it's all about. That's and how, why I still do it. Yeah, like how hard is it to keep it fresh? Because you'll have people as well with pandas, you know, people are very loyal to her, their particular pandas. Mm-hmm. People will be going back to the National Stadium to see you guys kind yeah. of year on year. But you see, it's a different show every year. I mean, there is a format that we follow yeah, and there is a formula that works. So I, I think we always say, don't mess with that. Don't fix it if it ain't broke. Yes, you know, okay. so it is a, there is a, definitely a formula in it and me and Buffy just have the script. But you see, like, the thing with me and Rob when he plays Buffy, we go off script a good bit. Yeah. Like, none of the others are allowed because if everybody starts doing it, the whole thing would collapse. Yes. So you can't do that. But I might, we go off script and so there could be some nights where the show's running five, six, seven minutes longer than it should because yeah. literally just the laughter well, that's and the I interaction love. with I the audience. I love those moments yeah. where, say yourself and, and Buffy, where, where you go up to it and you start laughing oh, at each totally. other. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and you and, can't keep it in. I'm not meant straight. to be laughing yeah. here. This and you is just too go, funny. Yeah. Yeah. And it goes. And it's that infectious totally. laughter. Yeah. And that, that's the brilliant part about it. And that's why I still love it. That's why I still do it. I mean, to be doing it for 25 years now, well, I'm actually doing it longer, but myself and Carl producing it for 25 years, you still get the buzz out of it. So once the, if that buzz is still there, I'll still be doing it. So what, the process, the writing process, right, is ongoing. What, when do you sit down, say, after this year's run, when you get into early 2024, when do you decide like what the story is? Whether well, it's we'll Aladdin have decided, we'll have told everybody as they leave this year what next year is going to be. Okay. Oh, so wow, we that decide early. that, yeah. So we will make a decision on that in the next few weeks. So everybody leaving the National Stadium this year will know what's next year. Okay. So So we always make that conscious decision of trying to do that so they know what they're coming to see. And how much then do you still enjoy whatever about the the prep from that point all the way up to the beginning of December, how much do you just enjoy being on stage? Love it. Yeah. Love it. I suppose it's been like on live TV every morning. there's something about live theatre that you just can't capture anywhere else. And especially with Panto because the kids can be shouting up to you. Like, you know, last year I just laughed our heads off that the prince and princess are kissing. This little fella, he's looked about seven. He went, oh, we'll just get a room. You know, (laughs) this type of thing. And that you just don't know what's going to come out of their mouths. They'd be screaming at stuff. So that live element for me, and I think the live element with RLDM as well, it just keeps you fresh and keeps you going. And, And with Panto, that, sort of mag- bit of magic it is a bit of magic remember Kieran, this is the first time maybe a child has gone to a live theatre show yes they've watched TV they're watching their, their iPads but to get into a yeah. theatre and see people on stage and see a princess appearing in front of them like these kids have never, may have never seen anything like this before you know, when you bring a five, six-year-old, this is their first experience at a live show. And I always say that, and I love that. And I love the fact that if they, if they enjoy it, they'll come back year after year and maybe get involved in theatre. Because we've had people who came to see the shows who said, I was so mesmerised by the whole thing, I wanted to go into acting or I wanted to be the princess yes. or, or the prince on stage. And just even to get people involved in theatre, to go to theatre and keep the arts alive. I mean, that's, that's really important as well. I don't think we can ever underestimate 
the power of that to bring a child to a live show. So given that you're going then 25 years, have you people in the cast or have you had in, in recent years who say... I was actually here, Alan, oh, one of those oh, yeah, first couple no, of years. Buffy, our Buffy came to our shows for years. That's great, isn't it? You know, he came to our shows and like when he came, he said he was so terrified when he came to audition for us, like as the, to, to play the character. He said, you have no idea how, how nervous I was because I'd actually seen your shows. Yeah. So yeah, we've had people like that all along. And like, we're, like we look back on the 25 years now and we've always gone slightly outside the box even with casting. Like we were the first people to give Linda Martin and Neve Kavanagh an acting gig. Eurovision stars Mary Byrne when she came out of X Factor. Mary always says to us, Mary was in our panto twice so she always says to us, if it wasn't for that I wouldn't have had the confidence to go on and do any other type of theatre shows and she's touring with Menopause the Musical now and doing other stuff but yeah. she said for, to be uh, surrounded by what you were able to do for me and help me. She said that meant so much to me. And like even Amanda Brunker, so Brian Dowling. Brian Dowling was in her show three times. I mean, like we've had the weirdest people even last year from Marty Morrissey, Joe Duffy. You know, there's <laughs> like, we always just go slightly askew. And, and then this year with Una, like Una just said to me that she'd love to, Una Healy, she'd love yeah. to do some, uh, some acting. And I said, well, look, do you want to dive right in at the deep end? And she's brilliant. Yeah, that's great. Um, so, you mentioned Ireland AM as well, um, and that's going great as well. Yourself, it's gone really and Tommy, good. Yeah, great no. chemistry and everything we're, after building we're up. We're having the best, best time. The three of us at yeah. the moment. Like, I'm doing that job 24 years now. This is like the the station celebrated 25 years, and Ireland AM started the year after, and with myself, Mark Hagney, and Amanda Byram, and to see the the changes over the years, and the people have gone through it. Especially like Mark was there for a long time with myself. But like female, like Claire Byrne, Maura Duran, all those who literally came through the doors, yeah. Elaine, Elaine Crowley and other like that, Karen Coster. I mean, the show evolves all the time and it is the show. And at the moment, we are having so much fun. We really are because the three of us just have a, we literally laugh every day on set, like every single day. Because you just do not know what Tommy Bow's going to say. I don't think Tommy Bow knows what he's going to say. <laughs> Mirren's like tries to keep a, a, a watch on both of us because if he starts, I get really giddy then. And then we're like two school kids, like, you know, trying to up man up on each other and yeah. stuff like that. But yeah, it's great fun. It really is. And we're having we're having the best time. And the audience are are, are loving it and we're getting huge ratings at the moment. So that's all good. Touch wood. Yeah. That going. Um so it's so twenty-four years it's going and you've been there and you mentioned all the different kind of um, cast uh, that have come through. I mean, what do you put your own longevity now? Last man standing. Yeah, last man standing. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think that I enjoy it still and I think that comes across and especially during COVID, like those those COVID years were really tough for so many people and we never came off air once. Mm. We stayed on air. We had our own little bubble as myself and Laura and then there was Tommy and Karen. So we were in two days. Tommy and Karen were in two days. And the amount of feedback we got from that by people saying, you kept us sane just to wake up to a bit of normality in the morning to see is there. Like, I thought I would, if we were going to do draw with Don Conroy one more time or make a basket on t- over Skype or something <laughs> like that. I was literally going, oh my God, can we keep doing this? But it was just the normality because the only people that were allowed in were politicians and doctors. They were yeah. the only people who were allowed in the studio and everything else was on Skype and those Skypes, we've 
miles got better at it now. But in the early days of COVID, you didn't know whether the Skype was literally going to go straight. Like mm-hmm. you might be in their first question and be gone. And then you're scrambling around trying to just like, well, what's happening next? Try to break, come back. You know, and it was, but we got through it. And so, we got so much love from the viewers who just literally said, thank you for being yeah. there for us and for making the nor- the the morning a bit normal for us and to have something to watch. Because it's, it's funny, you know, people often talk about radio that it's a very intimate medium. Mm. Um, it, it strikes me always as well, like Ireland AM, that type of show as well, is the closest in television to that intimacy. That isn't type of it? thing, like you which you flick it on. Yeah. And you go and they're, about they're doing company. your things. Yeah. And the company is there. And people say that, that they'll still, they, they're not necessarily sitting down with the three hours doing. They could drop the kids to school, come back, yeah. and still on. But it's that company and they hear the voice. The amount of times people stop me because they hear the voice. And I find that weird. Yeah, so like yeah. they turn around. That it's, not, it's not what they see, it's yeah, what they hear. They recognize the voice. Yeah. And even it's so funny as well. I get stopped in supermarkets or airports by kids who only know Sammy sausages. They don't <laughs> yeah. know me from Ireland yeah. AM. So I have two personas like that. But I always find it weird when people go, I knew that was you. I heard the voice across here. Like, oh, right, going, oh, how are you? <laughs> you know? And do you enjoy that when people? Stop you and you get recognised. I, I love it when they're nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes it can get a bit hairy, especially in Dublin late at night. It's sort of like there's, there's people who literally sit down and they'll come down, they'll sit down beside you and they go, you don't mind if I sit here, do you? And I go, um, well, uh, like, can I help you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, most people are genuinely lovely. And do you know what? When they stop asking you for a selfie or then you start to get worried. So I don't mind it at all. Um, can I ask about the stalker incident? Yeah. Uh, in early October is when we only heard about it, really? Kind yeah, of it was a, years a few ago. Weeks ago. It was years ago. I suppose it was on the back of the Holly Willoughby story. Yeah. And it was just somebody had asked me and I went, uh, did I understand why she would leave the programme? And I said, definitely. Yeah. Because like she, she has a husband and children that she had to be concerned about. I didn't have children to be concerned about. But it was concerning. Like I, a guy was stalking myself and another member of the team and it got quite serious when he actually called to my door one night. So I opened the door and he was standing there. Mm. And so I just sort of was saying, are you okay? And I instantly recognised him because we, knew, you knew, we knew, you knew we knew who the person was. Okay. And um, I said, are you okay? And he went, yeah, can I come in? And I went, no, I just have friends in here and I don't know what it was, whether it was the TV or something became louder. Do you know, sometimes it might go to a break and it gets slightly louder yes. or something. And so it went up and I said, I've just people in here, so I'll have to go. And I closed the door and we rang the guards who had asked us to sort of keep in touch with them. The guards came out to TV3 as it was then yeah. and spoke to us about it. And um, luckily then nothing nothing really major developed. But he could have been standing there with a, a gun or a knife or anything, you know. Yeah. So these things do happen to people. But... Uh, it was on the back of that Holly Willoughby story and I can understand why she would want to step back to protect her family yeah. and step away from it just to, because that was someone plotting to kill her. Yeah. You know, uh, did, that was that was dark. But before he called to the door, how had it manifested the stock? So he obviously, as you say, you knew it was happening because you knew who this guy Letters and was. stuff like okay. that. Yeah. And how and I had, how seriously were you taking it or you know? Not really yeah. because I'd sort of known him because I'd sort of seen him around. Yeah. And but never realized how he was getting obsessed with me. Yeah. You know, in that respect. So in that respect, I didn't realize that it was becoming to that obsession. And then by saying then he knew where other people lived and everything like that. Yeah. So then 
the police took it very seriously that he was sort of widening his net on it, you know? Yeah, because it, it is, you know, there's that, I mean, maybe there's an acceptance when you go through, when you get to Ballymount that, you know, people will know I'm here. Oh, totally. This is the public sphere. Everybody knows it. But when you go yeah. home, yeah. you kind no, of think, well, yeah, exactly. like, no one ev- knows where this is. No, yeah, but, everybody knew, knows we, where we are in Ballymount. Well, people who come there have been coming for yeah. like years. So that's an open book that could be waiting outside the gate for you. Like, yeah. that, so we can't stop that, you know. But yeah, to come and knock at your door and where he, how he found out where I, I lived, that that's still a mystery, you know. Yeah. Um, listen, that was a few years ago, as you say, and uh, the reason you brought it up recently was because you were asked about mm. um, Holly Willoughby. The appetite to keep going and keep going with Pantos and keep going with uh, Ireland AM is unabated for you? Money. Money, money, money. <laughs> no, but look, I, I mean, I wouldn't do it if, like, my, if myself. you won the lotto. If I won the would no, you, Would you do it if you won the lotto? Yeah. Would you? Yeah. Would you, a TV as well? You could be, do you know what? You could See, be like a contributor who comes in every now yeah, and then on TV. Yeah. Whether would you I get do up the every TV? day? I think I would still do the panto because those couple of weeks are just great fun. Yeah. We always say we have a panto family at Christmas because we don't really have much of a Christmas. We have Christmas Day off, some to Christmas Eve. And, but that family atmosphere is brilliant. And I love, I love that. And I love going out with them all and going into town. And like, it, there's a buzz around town. I wouldn't want to miss that. Whether I still get up and do AM every morning, no, I think I'd be more of, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be the stand in. Yeah, when they're, that's when they're nice, on the holidays. Yeah, when Tommy's yeah, on holidays. In and do, or... do a week here and a week there. But you know what? I, I'm, in saying that, I don't know because I am still loving it and we're having so much fun. I know Mirren would be devastated if I turned around and said, tomorrow I'm leaving. She'd go, no, you can't. Um, <laughs> Which is nice. Yeah, it is nice. And it's nice that the, that, uh, that there's a great team there now again, you know what I mean? Totally. And there's a great atmosphere yeah, it is and great. everything again. But we can't say they're the best ever because then I'll be get given out oh, to no. buy <laughs> Mark will be Mark. listening to this. Yeah, yeah, Mark Hagney will listen to this, Mark. Yeah. We all love you, Mark. Mark, you're, always, you're the best, Mark. Mark, you're the best. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, listen, it's been a real pleasure. Thanks, Thanks so much. Can we just sort of say, if you want to, panto.ie is where you can find out anything about the panto, just panto.ie. And because things are, it is our 25th anniversary, we're doing 2,500 tickets for 25 euro. Oh, wow. So Great that's sort of, that's a nice little give back to people because it's our 25th this year. That is nice. Uh, so panto.ie, if you want to take advantage uh, of that offer, uh, or indeed, if you just want to go along, find out more about it. Uh, that is the website, Alan Hughes. It has been a real, real pleasure. Alan, thank you very, very thank much. Thank you so much. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.